0: So as of late, we've had a number of uh, newer folks uh, reaching out, uh, letting us know they're listening and uh, sharing encouragements and questions and things like that. And uh, I can't tell you how humbled I am to be able to interact with y'all. And just wanted to say thank you for those who join in and watch, listen, interact, um, and, and all of that. I just so appreciate the fact that we can do this together, um, you know, together-ish, I guess, right? Because this is uh, all online and that. But but it is good to know that uh, you've got brothers and sisters really all over the place that are uh, that are connecting uh, by means of something as simple as this. And so thank you all for joining. And um, it occurred to me that um, we have, uh, on Sunday mornings, taken a minute uh, to discuss sort of what Calvary Chapel Franklin is all about. Uh, the church that I pastor. And I guess for those who are really brand new to this and don't even know who I am, uh, my name is Brian Bachoch, and I pastor a small church in Franklin called Calvary Chapel Franklin. And um, some uh, a few months ago, we took some time to talk about what our church is all about, our church's history and uh, our focus of ministry, which simply put is equipping people for a lifetime of knowing, loving, and following Jesus. And, um, so we took some time to do that, to share about our church in particular, and then uh, a couple of Sundays ago, we took some time to discuss uh, the Calvary Chapel body of churches, and the movement, and where it comes from, and what's, you know, what it's become of it uh, over the years, and that kind of thing. Uh, and you can see those if you go uh, through our YouTube channel, and and uh, you'll find those videos in that, um, um, under the topical section. but. Um, it occurred to me that uh, and I probably occurred to me in part because we've had a number of new folks joining in uh, are uh, subscribing and, and again reaching out and, and uh, sharing thoughts and prayers and questions and things like that and encouragements which again I totally appreciate. Um, and it occurred to me that maybe it'd be a good idea to sort of introduce what the podcast is about. Some of you may have been watching for a long time and have just sort of gotten used to things, but um, you know maybe I can answer a question or two along the way that maybe has crossed your mind about what we're doing and why um, over the last few years. And uh, I guess I'll just start there. A few years ago, uh, before, uh, before COVID had entered the scene, um, we were doing one of our, um, um, questions and answers after our service, which periodically will leave some time at the end of service for anybody who may have a question about things we've covered or whatever might be on their mind. And so, um, one of the guys in church, uh, asked if I would ever consider doing, um, you know, I think he had seen some, some pastors on like Instagram doing like a minute or two kind of devotional or encouragement or, you know, a scripture reading or something like that. And he asked if I'd ever think about doing something like that. And, uh, Uh, I said, well, sure, I'll pray about it. You know, I immediately thought, well, man, I don't really know how to do anything briefly. And so I just began to sort of pray about it, leave it to the Lord. And then uh, um, when COVID uh, came out and suddenly everybody was shutting down and we were separated for a little while, we as a church closed for about eight weeks. I have to go back and actually look at that for sure, but it was about eight weeks or so while we're sort of sorting out what was going on and uh, what this thing was all about. And then we reopened uh with, you know, basic, hey, you know, we're gonna ask you guys to show some responsibility. If you're feeling sick, stay home. If uh, you know, if you come to church, just know that we're not gonna require people to wear masks and all that kind of thing. But if you want to, you can. And just a whole nine yards. You know, many of you have experienced that in your own fellowships too. So we uh we reopened after about eight weeks. But during that eight week period of time, uh the idea that had been raised in the previous service, uh kind of came to mind and I thought, well, maybe uh what I'll just do is just sit at my kitchen table with my phone, which is what I'm still using here to do this, uh, and um, just do like a daily uh, post, you know, on our YouTube channel. And uh, uh, that'll allow me a little more than a minute or two, but it can still be kind of brief and hopefully be meaningful. We'll teach some scripture. We'll share prayer requests. We'll, you know, just do those kinds of things. Uh, Since we're basically meeting online for that period of time anyway, um, this would just sort of be an additional thing to kind of keep us connected and that sort of thing. So for, you know, for a couple of months, we did that. And uh, once we started meeting again, a couple of folks asked, uh, said they kind of liked having the daily thing. And they asked if I was thinking about continuing it or if I was going to stop now that we're back together and uh, just sort of prayed about it and thought, well, I'll just keep going and we'll just see what happens, you know. And so um, we began teaching through, um, you know, verse by verse books of the Bible, like we do on Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights and, um, but also, I kind of uh saw that this is an opportunity to touch on other topics, to consider other things that we might share about, you know, things like prophecy, which uh, our church loves to talk about prophecy, and so we spend time uh, talking about what the Bible. Teaches on various subjects within the realm of prophecy. We also spend some time uh, looking at current events, and we used to do what we called prophecy briefs on Sunday mornings. And I will periodically do that now, although this uh, posting here on our YouTube channel and and uh, and a couple of other outlets I'll mention uh, toward the end. Um, became sort of the outlet to do that on a more consistent basis where I could um, regularly devote time to those topics. And, and not just prophecy, but, you know, if some somebody had a question about something, you know, um, that we would could answer it here in a, in a fuller way than maybe trying to sort of answer it succinctly and quickly on a Sunday morning to give time for more questions. Here we could take, you know, 20 minutes and talk about something. And so um, that sort of became This And so over the last, uh, I guess, two years, two and a half years uh, or so, uh, maybe three, I guess, at this point, I might be around there. But um, we've just been doing that on a daily-ish basis. We used to try and do it. you know, five, six, seven times a week. And I, it just became obvious that that wasn't going to be able to be consistent. And so we just sort of eventually brought it down to a Monday through Friday-ish kind of thing. And I say ish because I, I do pastor a church. And so there are times when I can't devote the time to, you know, putting these together that um, that I would like to. And so I, I never want to just throw something out there, just to throw something out there. And so um, time to time, I've got other things going on. I can't get to it. But generally speaking, on a weekly basis, it's typically three to five times a week we'll post um, some Bible study or topical thing or prophecy brief uh, of some kind or another. And so that's that's what we do. But why do we do what we do? Well, this, like the church, like Calvary Chapel Franklin, uh, I believe that whether it's podcast ministry or pulpit ministry, uh, I see that as discipleship ministry, and so we teach the Bible verse-by-verse verse on Sunday mornings, Wednesday nights, um, and 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 oftentimes here as well. We're going through Romans right now, but we've done Colossians. We've done John's epistles. Uh, we've done a number of things here verse-by-verse verse on, on, on these posts, uh, and that is our modus operandi on Sunday mornings, with some exceptions. Occasionally, we'll do a topical, but pretty much every week is a verse-by-verse verse study through a book of the Bible. And the reason we do that, again, is because our goal as I mentioned earlier, our mission statement for the church and therefore the mission statement for uh, the Parsons Pad podcast is to equip people for a lifetime of knowing, loving, and following Jesus. And so everything we do will fit into that category, into that description, into that mission statement. And that is the motivation behind why we do our church, why we do these posts and and so forth. And so, Um, so even when we do topical things, we talk about prophecy briefs or we answer questions and that kind of thing, all of it has undergirding it, the concept of discipleship. How do I learn to live out my faith following Jesus in this context is a question might raise, or how is it that, uh, studying prophecy fits into my daily walk with Christ? I like to say that Paul planted the church in Thessalonica in three weeks. And in that time, he not only established the church, but he, taught them a great deal about prophecy, a pretty extraordinary amount of what we know about the last days and the Antichrist and the rapture and uh, all these things uh, are, are in the New Testament are found in these two short letters. And so uh, it's, uh, I just see that as a fundamental element of growing in our faith. We don't leave a third of the Bible or whatever percentage end times prophecy specifically would be. We don't just leave those out because that's part of the uh, teaching of the whole Word of God, which is something we believe in doing. And we believe in giving explanation to these things so that people can uh, understand how the scriptures work together, how they uh, present a comprehensive, well, as comprehensive as God has given to us, uh, view of, of, of his being, his glory, his purposes, uh, his redemptive plans in the person of Christ, uh, the eternal word made flesh, God in the flesh uh walking in the holy spirit the third person of the trinity the idea of understanding things like the trinity but then also understanding the practical nature of how knowing these things and understanding as best we can um about uh uh these topics and 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 such will help us to walk with god in uh, a fuller sense and if we just sort of pick and choose little bits of things to read periodically in a devotional way, but never really study what the Word has to say, I believe in the importance of studying and teaching the Word of God. And I believe it's important for people who are in churches or watching videos and that kind of thing when it relates to, you know, um, biblical content would themselves embrace the idea of studying the Word of God. Uh, in Nehemiah 8.8, 8, one of my favorite passages in this regard, it speaks about how they read uh v- Paragraph by paragraph is essentially what's being said through the law and those teaching, the those uh, given the custodianship of teaching the people of God, like Ezra, for example, uh, uh, primarily at that time, um, reading through the word distinctly or just reading straight through and then giving the sense and helping the people to understand. And so that, I think, is a, a, a phenomenal foundational uh platform that all churches should glean from should stand upon and should practice uh ezra himself ezra 710 he prepared his heart to 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 seek the law of god and to do it and then to teach its statutes to israel and so i think for the pastor's part the bible teacher's part we study the word of god but it's with the intention of doing it and also then disseminating it teaching it to those around that we have opportunity to that the lord would bring and so um so that again forms the basis of what we do in our church at Calvary Chapel Franklin and it also informs how we approach the podcast even though we might be more topically focused here in regard to um talking about prophecy or answering questions or uh or or sharing the gospel specifically it's you know it and you know those kinds of things Are built upon the idea of helping people come to faith, knowing Jesus, falling more deeply in love with Him, and therefore following Him out of a a loving response to who He is. And so, uh, again, this is the basic idea of what we're about. And and at the end of the day, we want to make sure that at the heart of it all is the person of Christ. Uh, He is the one that we have come to adore and worship, He is God in the flesh who has come and has taken our sin upon himself and has set us free by virtue of his death, burial, and resurrection. Uh, Even as Paul in 1 Corinthians 15 shares and explains what the gospel is, Jesus himself said, you know, in regard to studying the word um, when he was talking to the Pharisees, those who were experts in the law, those who had large swaths of scripture memorized and and were the custodians of the the spiritual health of Israel, uh, Jesus indicted them. He said, you know, you study the Scriptures, and he wasn't condemning them for that, but it's the way they were approaching it that had actually been a detriment to them. He said, you study the Scriptures because it is in them that you think you have eternal life, but it is they that speak of me. Now here he is, as John says in John 1, the Word become flesh dwelling among us, literally standing in front of them, the Word incarnate, and they didn't recognize him. So when we study the Word of God, we do so with the intent of seeing Christ in it, not that we... Um, you know, try to twist passages to mean certain things, but we simply recognize that from cover to cover, we understand that the heart of the story is his story, the idea of Christ and the redemption and such, and, and what that means, both in terms of time and eternity. And so we approach the word with that uh, as, as part of the, uh, you know, really kind of the one of the central themes of, of why we do what we do and how we do what we do in regard to Bible study. And, um, I'll mention too, that, uh, we do post now, uh, on a number of different outlets. And so if you have a particular favorite social media outlet, whether it's YouTube, uh, whether it's Telegram, uh, whether you like to watch videos like this on Rumble, um, um, my own personal website is parsonspad.com and you can watch these videos there as well, um, I don't post every video on our YouTube channel to my uh, website, but most of them I do, almost all of them. And uh, so you have a number of ways you can watch. And the reason we're spread out over a number of things is because at some point, uh, YouTube's algorithms may decide that talking about Jesus is uh, not kosher. It's not a good thing. And so we might find ourselves not being able to post on there anymore. And so we'll have to switch to one of these other uh, means of, of posting in that, that are less restrictive in that regard. Just thinking ahead a little bit. I know there's been censorship in our day. And so we just want to be thinking in regard to that. So just so you're aware, you might want to just consider following us on one of these other outlets as well, just in case it ever, uh, turns into where we have to shift. Um, I'm going to mention one thing super quickly. Uh, I hesitated on whether or not to do it, but periodically people will ask. So I'm just going to throw it out there and then I'm going to leave it behind. Um, if you'd like to support the ministry of Calvary Chapel uh, and and posting these videos and that kind of thing, you can do that. Uh, you can go to our YouTube channel or our website at calvarychapelfranklin.com or, again, our YouTube channel. And there's a PayPal link there that you can, uh, you can donate to the church. That does not come directly to me um we don't have an offering uh we don't take an offering at church we just have a box in the back this is again not a big push for for money or something people ask so there you go all done Mm -hmm. um but again the reason i wanted to um to uh to just take this time was to once again just thank you for your encouragements for your prayers of course for watching and listening uh, your interactions. I even appreciate appreciate the pushback that comes from time to time. You know, sometimes people will take exception to something I've shared and say, you know, and and you know, sometimes very politely, other times sort of uh, not so politely. But they'll they'll reach out and they'll push back on it and that kind of thing. I'm thankful you're just watching and listening, and and the fact that you would you know pick a point and and want to you know debate that or something. I appreciate that. You know, hopefully it means that you're desiring to know the most about your faith that you possibly can, just like I am. And so sometimes we'll address those in our uh, in our Q&A posts. And so uh, appreciate even that too, and so um, again, it's it's a humbling thing to be able to come together and open the Word together and to discuss topics together and and understand how we might live out our faith in in regard to these things. There is a lot of false teaching out there. There is a lot of uh, even as Paul warned in the last days, there would be uh, people who are raising up for themselves teachers that tell them what they want to hear and everything, and they'll be following doctrines of demons and this kind of thing. Again, read 1 Timothy four, Second Timothy four, just for a couple of examples of this. Uh, Jesus himself in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 24, or the uh, Olivet Discourse, I'm sorry, in Matthew 24, um, a handful of times. And, and the very first thing he mentions, and then again, a number of times afterward, he mentions how there are going to be false Christs and false teachers and mis- seeking to mislead many and that kind of thing. So I just believe that if there's a way to put consistent, just just, you know, basic Bible teaching out there, I just think it's a good idea to do that and i I appreciate the fact that you do too and i'm glad to, glad that you're uh, letting me um, contribute to that in your life and so um so that being said um uh again, I appreciate all your encouragements and prayer and and such and uh, just invite you if you would, if you just take a little time as you're praying for various things, to just pray that uh, whether it's th- uh, this podcast or any others that are sharing the word of God, that uh, that God would just continue to give opportunity for these things to go out and for His word to go forth. Because we know, as uh, as uh, as Isaiah tells us in Isaiah 55, speaking on behalf of the Lord, that His word does not return void, but it accomplishes the thing that He sends it forth to do. So we just believe in the importance. Of teaching that so thanks for again your prayers in that regard and uh, if you have any questions or comments or thoughts again you're always welcome to share them in the comment section of our youtube channel you can find the links that i was describing in the uh in the uh, episode notes when they're posted every day um and i will probably find additional outlets to sort of just feed these posts too so if it just you know at some point you may find a particular outlet that you like that there it is um but uh, you can share your questions in the comments section below. You can also email me at info at calvarychapelfranklin.com. Uh, and uh, and I, again, if you uh, share your questions, chances are it'll probably find its way into a post one day. And uh, chances are if you're thinking about it, someone else is too. And so I like to try and address those in a more public way so that it can answer that for other folks as well. But thanks again for watching and listening. And Father, we want to thank you for the fact that uh, through technology like this, as simple as as a cell phone, we can communicate with people around the world. And we thank you that this becomes now an outlet for your word to go forth and to accomplish its purposes that you might be glorified, that Jesus might be exalted and made known to the nations. We thank you that the Holy Spirit is the one who uh, not only has given us the word and helps to illuminate it so we can understand it, but also is the one who takes that word and brings it out uh, to the world outside. Uh, We might be saying it into the microphone as it were, but it's really the Holy Spirit that gives growth to the seed that is planted and watered. And so we thank you, Lord, for all that you do, and we just pray that you continue to do this in the days ahead. Uh, Especially as the days grow closer and closer to Christ's coming. We thank you that one day soon the bridegroom will come and take home his bride. And uh, I just pray that we would be about your business when that moment comes, when that uh, trumpet sounds and we find ourselves immediately changed and caught up to meet our brothers and sisters uh, who have passed. We meet them in the air. We go to be with you forever and ultimately see that final stretch of your, uh, of your purposes and plans fulfilled. Thank you, Lord, as your children for calling us Uh, alongside in this way. Thank you for calling us and enlisting us to come and to follow after Jesus. And we pray that as we spend these times together, we would be learning more and more what it means to know, love, and follow him. So we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and be gracious to you and give you peace forever. So thanks again for watching and listening. We'll catch up with you next time.